0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Well, welcome listeners to episode 148 of the Two Vets Talk Bets podcast. Where too much talking your pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Ander and I'm joined by a man this week who is so triumphant that after many, many months of fans just picketing and trying to get the hashtag Lewis Cut released... He has triumphantly released on Patreon a mock-up of all of his best jokes under the under the hashtag of hashtag Release the Lewis Cut. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham.
2: Lewis, how are you going? Wow, Robbie, that is very cryptic, mate. You're uh, you're really niching the audience there. I think into, I into. No,
1: I'm not niching anyone's audience, mate. Because if everyone hasn't gone and watched Justice League, they certainly should. I haven't yet, but that's because I'm still going to try and work out how to um. Get a, a VPN to make it seem like him am in America, so I can actually. Whoa, you're
2: not allowed to do that. That's highly illegal. Cut. Better cut, that, here, cut. no, cut no. know that oh, bit yeah. out, Jack Snyder. What's his name? Zack Snyder. Yeah, that's what I said. Zack yeah. Snyder, Old mate. Yeah. yeah, I'll get uh, Ron's lawyer on it to check and make sure I'm allowed to say it. No, that's all right. You know, you don't need to have visible, visible undie line, mate. To to um to get it, I'm sure you'd be right. You'd be fine. Sure, sure, sure be right
1: yeah, I'll be I'll be right with my with my pants pulled up, that I'll still be able to watch it.
2: Yeah, your VPL, you'll be fine. No worries. Nice, uh, thank yeah. you. No, that's all right. But anyway, Mike, yeah, you, thanks, thanks, mate, for bringing up the uh, the cut uncut version of my uh, on uh, my jokes on Patreon. It's all of you know best of all of uh, all of thirty it's, seconds. That's it's, it's fantastic. It's laugh three loud, years, three years condensed best jokes, thirty seconds. All clean,
1: Great. All clean stuff. You can you can listen to it with your nan. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's, like it's my just dad good. Dad could listen. Dad could. Good. Listen. Oh, good because it's only thirty seconds. Yeah, He'd it's short.
2: It He'd like that. Yeah,
1: wholesome family entertainment. That's what that's what Lewis brings in the in the in the Lewis cut. It's great. Yeah. It's a beautiful well, thing.
2: Well, speaking of myself, yes, the mental well, health well, as the, you do. Yeah, as I do. the mental health ball, mates, coming up. Yes, The veterinary the second, or is it inaugural? What do we say? Second? No, inaugural yearly? was last. Well, well, yeah, it was last year. So annual.
1: The annual, yes. But it
2: wasn't last year because of COVID. It's coming up on September. No, it did September. happen last year.
1: It happened last year before COVID. Oh, was that last year? Oh, Yeah, wow. yeah. it was Feb last year. That was the last time we all got together and we could all, you know, just you know, lick poles up and down the street without worrying about it. Now we have to do it only after we've hand sanitized
2: them. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, so, but I can't go. I'm away.
1: No, you can't. So, so we're putting out auditions. So, uh, so, ah. so, they've, they've, um, so last year at the uh, the mental health ball, uh, Lewis and I we uh, we we hosted it. Um, and uh, gee was our jokes worked really well once they turned the microphones on, didn't they?
2: I don't think the microphone helped our jokes at all. It didn't matter if there was microphone was on or off. No, no one was no. listening. No one was I think, listening.
1: I think what we'll have to just do um, or. We'll, because yeah. you can't do it this year. So no. we've, been asked, we've been asked to do it again this year. And so I've said yes, but you can't do it. So no. we're just going to try and come up with a, a faux Lewis. So somebody that can come in and, and pretend to be you uh, while, um, while you're out, you know, trying to save the, the Guatemalan uh, chimpanzees. Well, we're, we're looking, you'd be looking for an expert
2: MC, wouldn't you, mate? Really? Well, for the hey, job?
1: It, an yeah. expert MC, someone, you know, someone with some experience, someone with uh, with a bit of panache. So, oh, panache,
2: panache, yes, panache. That's a new one, panache. Well,
1: mate, yeah, might might, might that, be might be panache when you're from it. It's panache down here.
2: Isn't that one of the things in the favourites box of chocolates? The 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 panache, the one that's just left behind. Yes, yeah, no the, Tur- the
1: Turkish panache. Yes, the panache. Yes, the Turkish panache. It's got a little hazelnut
2: on top. <laughs> yeah. panache. Yeah, panache. Right, panache. Some with um, panache. Any other sort of anything else you want? In your expert MC, mate. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd
1: like them to be. Um. I, well, to be honest, I've already, I've already nailed it. I've already nailed who it's going to be because we actually discussed who we needed to try and get. Uh, after last year, after what was going to be truly the greatest way of trying to capture everyone's attention. Um, I'm just going to get some of those uh, Brazilian dancers <laughs> to come yes. on. I'm going to, I'm going to host
2: yes. with those guys because
1: they, uh, they captured the attention Lewis. Well,
2: I know I can tell mate, they've got a bigger hike, better high kick than you. That's for sure. Oh, mate, I've, been, I've, been, I've
1: been doing Pilates. i got, i got my high kick. Look, look at how high are my legs getting up here? You know, that's I've been high. working on yeah.
2: it. Yeah. Yeah, you have. I can see that, but still not quite as high, mate. Worry about your hamstrings. Well I've got I've about, got till
1: September the 19th so we have got planning it to September the 18th.
2: Yeah, well the 19th, sure, but it's a bit late, <laughs> day late. <laughs> well, what's uh, the 18th, eh? Hey? If, yeah. if you know of someone you out right there, knows someone who wants to be an expert co-host for for uh, for Robbie, let us know. Two vets at gmail.com. Open for editions, you, mate. Taking one take one take all.
1: Oh, look there. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to be open to it, Lewis. There's a, this is a uh, – um, I'm happy for all comers, Lewis, all comers. I'm not, anyone that's interested can can get in touch with me. I don't care where you're from, what your background is. Just come on in. Send me your CV to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. With the subject line "Pho Lewis," <laughs> and uh, and and we'll we'll have auditions probably in about mid June, mid July, so we can keep working on the uh, on the high kicks.
2: Pho, uh, f- you know, you're sure you don't want forks? Panache Lewis? No, 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 no. I mean
1: Faux, it's Pho. It's P H O. You know the Vietnamese soup. Oh, fur Pho f- Lewis. Pho f- f- Panache Lewis. Fur Panache Lewis. Panache. Hey, there it hey, is. Hey, Didn't take me too long. Nice. No. Hey, Now, speaking of panache, right, I'm going to bring something up that I know you've been absolutely gagging to try and bring up, right? Um, I'm talking about people coming out of the woodworks, right? So so yesterday was Friday, which just happened to be the day after the first game of the AFL season, which was basically – just another big love-in for any of the yellow and black army where they could just put their arms around each other and go, gee, doesn't it feel good to be us? Doesn't it feel good to just be us again? Um, and on the Friday, so yesterday, we had three dogs, three dogs coming in called Dusty.
2: Really? It seems yep. like a popular name, mate. certainly is. Oh, Very no. I was, I'd get the pop- music off. What? Where'd that come from? Whoa.
1: Getting some static here. Still the reigning premiers. Yes, yes. And you will be probably again this year. So unfortunately, we've just got to keep putting up with this crap again for the next 26
2: freaking weeks. The thing that's annoying the most is that our listeners aren't turning on this podcast to hear us commentate on the footy. Just no, us loving to do it. But I thought it, I, thought it was in,
1: I thought it was interesting, the number. You know, and, I, and I said to each and every one of them, I go, oh, well, you know, yeah, it's all the, you know, everyone comes out of the woodworks once your team's winning. I had one lady say to me, oh, well, we had 37 years of, uh, of yeah. sorry, I go, well, y- yeah, yes. you did, but you know what? You know, you've won three. How about some humility, you know? <laughs> no, that doesn't work.
2: It's gone the other way now. We're just arrogant, I think, now. It's, it's, it starts with everyone loves Richmond. You know, okay, let them win one. That's great. Win a few more. No one likes you. They will hate you. Anyway, well, that's,
1: that's, that's, what happens, you know, yeah, but anyway, so, so, so we just have to uh, yeah, put up with it for another 26 weeks listeners of, uh you know, more, more dusty, mar- but none of these dogs had neck tattoos, Lewis. It was amazing.
2: Wow. Well, I'd, uh, I reckon I, on, um, on last week, I reckon I had seven dogs. That names were Dagoey, D- 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 mate. D- oh, really incredible. Couldn't believe it. Wow. Well, they're well, but well ahead of their time, aren't they? Well, how well- did they know? Yeah, you know, but any of them could have played better than him last night. So, <laughs> or Pendlebury, who knows? Anyway, how's your week uh, been? Apart from seeing lots of Dusty Martins coming in,
1: Uh yeah, very busy, very busy. We've been, um, we've actually got two, uh, well, new vets starting next week, and uh, another vet starting the week after that, which we're uh, very, uh, very excited about. So, fantastic. We'll see, how, um, see how that goes. Uh, so the um, the
2: uh, the recruitment drive for, from two vets talk pets paid off, mate. We got oh, you got you got just got a few. Few applicants, some some good applicants, which is great. In inundated, inundated with um with, with applicants. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, for uh, sure. So
1: ho- hopefully, we'll uh you know the, the, all those other applicants that were unsuccessful will still be happy to send us in their uh their their faux Lewis Seaver.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's still the option of the MC. if if you didn't make make the cut for for uh, recruitment at at the Waverley Animal Hospital, so, still can MC with Robbie. There's still that option. So send in your resume again.
1: Well, and one of the uh, one of the other people that re- realistically is a front runner for emceeing the evening is uh is a uh, you know good old Jackie Lovett, um know, yeah, the, uh, the 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 yes. head honcho of Flynn's Walk, which is taking yes. place in the second of May, so which uh hopefully we'll be able to uh get there and and go for a wander because I actually haven't done a Flynn's Walk yet because I either through doing you know fun runs or you know COVID, i've never actually been able to make it for one i did
2: one i think i did one a couple of years ago so saw a few listeners uh came up and said hello which is lovely to catch up um but yeah second of may the next flinns walk uh starting in williamstown starts at the williamstown uh tennis club there just uh I guess it's down is it rifle range Road? I'm not sure where it is. But anyway, if Williamstown Tennis Club on the second of May, get down there, have a walk off. Uh Robbie and I will both be there. And yes. um, come say g'day. Yeah. I, um I'm the uh on the bald one.
1: Maybe, maybe you we could Robbie? have me. I'm the on yeah. the I'm the not quite as bald one. <laughs>
2: All right,
1: there you go. I'm, 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 I'm the one whose mustaches continue growing around as a beard, whereas yours is the one that sort of you you, you kept yours a little tre- treater. Maybe that could be the spot where we could have our um our faux Lewis uh, uh auditions. Yes, there, you know? yes. Mean, would you do, you could, you could be part of the uh, part of the recruiting process, Lewis?
2: Thanks, mate. But I think, like you said, there is a front runner, the front runner expert already that's that you've got lined up. So I wouldn't want to trample any toes there. You're absolutely right.
1: We'll, we'll be very hard to very hard to not have uh, Big Jack on. So,
2: yeah. Well said. Well said. Um. A big thank you to our sponsor Zilkeen. I um actually I had a, a dog. Uh, interesting case this week of a dog that uh, Labrador that um. Uh, that recently started not wanting to climb up the stairs. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And so uh, I'm not sure how it happened, but it had had some elbow issues earlier, a, a little bit arthritic in the elbows. Um, and interesting in that the previous Vets the scene sort of referred it on to me for they thought was a behavioral issue. Oh, um, right. And, uh, and sort of when I talked to them, uh, certainly there, I think there was a pain component in the elbows climb the stairs. So we put on some, uh, some anti-inflammatories and some pain relief. Yes. Um, but also I thought, well, it won't hurt if we just try some, put on some Zilkin to help it with the anxiety and trying to retrain it. To want to get up on those lower steps and just gradually smearing the peanut butter on the steps, see if we can gradually walk them up the stairs again. It was why, more just, Why wouldn't it have
1: hurt it putting it on the Zilkeen as well?
2: Exactly. Exactly. No, it didn't. So we did. Why wouldn't it hurt? What?
1: Well, yeah. Why would it not have hurt? I'm trying. I'm trying to give you give you a little soft toss underarm to Tell us about some of the some of the benefits of of the use of Zilkeen while using with other medications, Lewis.
2: That's why they asked us to MC again, mate. Because we're seamless. Why? Right? We just just
1: seamless. Seamless.
2: Zilkeen is really good for. Are these mild
1: microphones on. <laughs> mild Hang on, I can hear the Brazilian dancers coming. They're coming <laughs> to save us again. Here we are. Can hear
2: here they come. Here they come. You go very silent when I play that. It's very strange. Yeah, so yeah. So big I, thanks I, to I try I try to go to a happy place, mate. Big thanks to Zilkeen. Mild anxiety, low medication. Good uh, good use there. We're going to see how it goes, see if that dog, uh, we can with a little bit of pain relief and also some helping with this anxiety, get to uh, start... Uh, Start uh, going up those stairs again to going to going to bed with the owner at night. Going upstairs to sleep at night. Very. Um,
1: There's not no no talk about that dog having seen a monster under the bed or anything like that, Lewis. It might have been increasing its anxiety. Good point. No, we didn't go into that. No. No probably you're right it's probably much more
2: likely that it's going to be an osteoarthritic thing so rather than rather than monsters potentially i think it's got some elbow dysplasia so anyway let me know how the combo of the zilken that's the good thing about the zilken you can give it with other medications and you're not sort of worrying about is it going to interact is it you know what if it's got liver The older dogs got some liver issues or some renal issues you don't have to worry about any of that you just put it put it on and see how we go Nice one.
1: Hey, you didn't talk to those owners about any any sort of particular diets that may have had some sort of mobility support uh, components
2: to it, did you? Well, interesting you say that they are. They are already on the the uh, the delicate okay, the delicate care mobility support. <laughs> they've they've finished there, Rad. Move on to the next one. Yes, they're already on the mobility support. Now that one of the other vets have put them onto that um, for their arthritis, and uh, and certainly seeing some good. Some positive improvement with uh, rising out of the bed in the morning. They felt they were getting up and being a bit more, bit more eager to get up and get around, but just not a bit reluctant to take on those stairs. So, yeah, big thank you to Delicate Care as well, who are a fancy that a supporter of the podcast too.
1: Wow, yes. I and mean, so they've got uh, other diets in their range. They've got the uh, uh, the sensitive skin or stomach, which I sold a bag of today for a dog that uh, we're trying to do a novel protein diet on, given that it's uh, duck and kangaroo in there. Also got their dental diet, their weight management diet. They've got some dental treats. Um, we've also got uh, the, the cat one, uh, the cat version with the sensitive skin and stomach and also the dental as well. Uh, Australian made, made in Perth, sold by Vets. So if you're looking to try and get your pet on some a different diet to try and help out potentially something that might be uh, dealable with uh with by using a specific diet. Why not talk to
2: you a bit about delicate care? Good stuff, mate. And also big thank you to our Patreon supporters. Um, you know we we certainly appreciate you guys supporting us. And we got a letter this week from uh from Holly, uh, one of our Patreon Holly friends, I think it is. Hey, um, Holly, how you going? Uh, she says hi. I think per your recommendation, I'm reading the book, Decoding Your Dog by the American College of Veterinary Behaviourists. Well, that is a book that I do recommend. Um, yeah, and, and there is also a cat version out as well called Decoding Your Cat, which right. I, I've actually have got a copy on the shelf, but I haven't got around to reading it yet. So. But um, certainly there are two books I recommend. There are other books that I recommend, aren't there, Robbie, that uh, fancy we should bring that up. Two books if you're pregnant, uh, you know, maybe you got a dog or a cat in the house. You want to prepare them for the pending arrival? Jesus, great! It's great to get a free plug in there. Go to babyandpet.com.au. You can you can pick up tell your dog you're pregnant, tell your cat you're pregnant. Anyway, I digress onto something uh, really cerebral there, so won't 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 hold you up on that too much, mate. So no, um, no,
1: that's right. It's um, yeah, it's always always. I was going to say it's always a pleasure to let you get a plug in, but that's you know probably for a it's probably a different podcast.
2: Hmm probably similar to what you started with the vision that today of was, uh, <laughs> was, was something like that. So, um, so yeah, it makes a great gift too. my book. Yeah. Just sort of drop that in. If you've got a, oh, you got a baby it? shower, baby shower coming up or something like that, it's really nice little book you can give to somebody nice. in the family. So anyway, back to Holly, you know, and so much of it makes sense. This is the book, not yep. my book, but probably does make sense too. my books. Definitely. Yes. Still trying yeah, to yeah, sort yeah, out. Yeah,
1: edited it once or twice or to make it make sense.
2: Yeah. tried to make it sense. Still nice. trying to sort out how best to support my dysfunctional group of two long-time dogs and one long-time foster. But they said that research shows beyond doubt that dogs don't mind head collars at all. That the head collar is by far the best tool to use for training and walking. So I wonder if you can remember which kind of head collar that uh, don't dogs hate. So I guess which dog, which head collar do they like? Um, Obviously, I'm doing it wrong because the unanimous finding of the three dogs I've had is the gentle leader slash Halties are the worst. Even after being trained to be okay with them, they still hate them. That said, it's a it's a stellar distractive or negative train. She's saying question mark negative training tool for my plot hound. Not sure what that is. Plot whether that's a. Plot, P-L-O-T-T, mate. Any idea? Is that a typo or is that a... No, it might be a a breed of dog, maybe. I wonder if it's got anything
1: to do with, like, the copper dog.
2: It may be. Maybe. Let let me have a look. What is it? Plot, plot, P-L-O-T-T. I can show it to her and she'll usually stop going nuts over whatever she's reacting to. For contest context, the foster dog who is my current training focus has a terrible coat/skin, so any harness or collar will rub him raw in three to five outings. Oh gosh! So the head halter will be just one of many option of many. Typically, he doesn't pull but does react when his anxiety is ramped up and there are too many stimuli. Thanks for the ideas. Be stickered, Holly in the US, so she obviously finally got a sticker. She got a sticker! Yay! On, yeah. Thank you, thank you uh, to Suzanne for obviously sending that out. Um, uh, and it would be great if um, possibly Deb was available a bit more often, just to be on the show, um, really enjoy having her on, and um, and when Robbie has a break. Oh well, thanks, thanks. Uh, I thanks, keep Holly. trying,
1: Holly. I keep trying, but but Deb just doesn't want to do it. Apparently, she doesn't want to be in the room with Lewis for an hour. So. Oh, she's
2: keen as mate. She'll do it over Zoom. Whatever oh, mate. will she? Yeah, yeah. Did she'll me? come over to your house to do it on Zoom from your place <laughs> to do it, to 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 record with me. Yes. Uh,
1: now now, just a little bit of information for people on the plot hound. The plot hound is a large scent hound originally bred for hunting hunting bears in 1989. G. Yes. The North Carolina general assembly, they designated the plot hound as the official state dog. The plot hound was first registered with the United kennel club in 1946. So it's a, uh, I'd say it's like a more muscly sort of pointy looking dog with, with floppier ears, but it comes in, you know, many, You know, different colours. There's some brindles and some blacks and a and a livery kind of one there. So a plot hound. There you go. I don't know. Takes on
2: bears. Wow. Bears. What sort of size are we talking here? Like are we what, the, what the, must be 30, 40, 50 kilos take on a bear. That's incredibly big dogs. Well, surely. no, they,
1: they they punch above their weight, Lewis. The uh, the male is, uh, is from 23 to 27 kilos yeah, and the right. female is 18 to 25. Um, and they it says here the origin is from Germany and North Carolina. So Wow. Okay. There we go. Oh, well, um, very Very good. Much like, uh, much like these, mate. The um, uh, like, uh, you know, your uh, temperament. So it's, it's actually, I'm surprised that you haven't come across the plot houses. It's like your spirit animal, they're intelligent, they're loyal, they're bold, they're alert. Hang on, no,
2: sorry, it say bold or bold.
1: No, no, Hans- it is bold. Handsome. Bold. Handsome. No, it says nothing about handsome, handsomeness.
2: Handsome. Well groomed. Floppy eared. <laughs> Big mustaches.
1: Yes, yeah, and it says here as well something about has a tendency to send text messages about football teams or something like that you know so
2: anyway but there you go a plot hound fantastic thank you very much that's great well i wonder if they maybe they take out take down the bears by just chewing on their ankles or something because uh i don't know how that that's incredible anyway maybe they're small bears oh, maybe they're teddy cool. bears
1: maybe they're designed for attacking teddy
2: bears They take down teddy bears yes, yes. Maybe,
1: maybe north carolina has a big teddy bear problem <laughs> And so there's you just go all these into the hounds. woods
2: Today, come for a big surprise. Release the plot hounds. Release the plot hounds. <laughs> like there's fluff and stuffing going everywhere. Oh, amazing. Well, anyway, back to head collars. Look, I yes. do, I do myself love the the head collar, and I think they're certainly for for a lot of dogs. They're an integral part of um, great uh, sort of training aid. You know, as far as, as far as a collar goes. Um, uh, you know, a uh, bit like a horse, you, you can control the head in many ways, you, you sort of control the body of the dog. So, so certainly um, they, they are fantastic. I didn't realize decoding your dog, the book, sort of said that they were the be end and all and end all, but the book was you know, a couple of years out now. So certainly for some dogs, I do find that they seem to have a massive aversion to head collars and, mm. and they're just uncontrollable. You know, the, the classic one is you put it on the dog and they get on the ground, they rub on the ground, they roll and they do, you know, sort of death just roll kind about, of crocodile yeah. rolls all the time. And, and in those sorts of dogs, it doesn't seem to matter what, what amount of training you do where you, you know, you gradually, you know, feeding treats through the loop over the nose and then, you know, getting them to lick a spoon full of peanut butter through the nose and taking time to get them used to it, it seems it gets on them and they either it, it, just try and get it off or they're they just uh, uh, catatonic and they don't move. They, they've got a bit of learned helplessness. So I certainly don't think, I think you're unlucky. You've got three dogs that hate it, Um <laughs> Uh, but but it certainly does, it's it's something that I see. And, And probably what I would recommend in that sort of situation is you're probably looking at getting a, I really like the front Attach harnesses. I think there's a gentle leader. One oh, of those
1: do around like the, around their chest.
2: Yeah. That is sort of the brisket area, you know, but, you know, but, yeah, uh, lower on the, under the neck, mm. uh, you know, under un- between the front legs that attach there. And that, that seems a, a really good, good way of stopping. especially particularly the dogs that pull or you need them to focus a little bit more. That seems a really good way. And you get a double ended loop then that uh, that attaches to the front and also attaches to the loop on, on the, at the back of the neck. So you've got double control over them. So as far as brands and stuff, are, are, go, they, are they
1: called a loop de loop then?
2: Not sure. Not
0: sure. Cause miss missed
2: a trick if they haven't. Yes. Maybe. Don't I, don't I? Um, so, yeah, you know, I certainly, as far as brands go, I, I particularly like the black dog brand. I think that's an Australian brand though. So it's probably not going to help you Holly. But, um, uh, but then any of the brands, you now it's very individual. Sometimes you, like you're doing, you have to go through a few of them to find one that seems more comfortable on, on individual dogs. So I certainly I certainly think if, if you're going to use a head collar introduction, slow introduction is, is a better option, like really slow, gradually lots of food, uh, lots of training. You could probably go online and find some really good videos on it. But, um, but then if, if you're really having trouble with it, certainly I'd, I'd hit up for a front attach harness holly. Take your time, make it fun. Don't go and try, it. yeah, because otherwise,
1: once they've got that aversion to it, it's pretty
2: hard to turn them back around, isn't it? Oh, it is, yeah, definitely. Once, yeah, and I mean, a lot of dogs they pick it up really quickly. They're like, oh, this goes on. It's walk time, but for some reason, there are some dogs that just yeah, just can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Rosie,
1: um, initially when we would use the um the the over the over the nose one, she'd she'd usually wait until somebody else was walking past, then would then would walk up to them and then go.
2: Yeah, rub her nose on you on the nose. Yeah.
1: Just trying to make it look like we were trying to torture her. There's no one around. You would we'll walk absolutely fine, but somebody yeah. else. Look at help, help,
2: help me, help help me, help. Look at look at my sad whippet face. So, um, if you got any questions, you got to whip it with a sad face. Ha! You can uh, you can get us on Patreon. So uh, you know, uh, help us out for as little as two bucks a month. Um, we won't send you a sticker. But if you upgrade to $5 a month, we might send you a sticker like Holly has. In fact, Holly, everyone gets a sticker. Holly might even be even on a higher level. Five
1: dollars a month. So Holly gets
2: a free question because she's on a higher level. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I saw an article this week. This yes. came actually, this came through My Vet Candy. I don't know. Um, I think they might be a competitive podcast, maybe. I'm okay, not really right. Sure. Not sure how that works, but. Uh, They're probably crap. Ooh. Throwing shade, mate. They might listen. Yeah. They might, they're fantastic. Thanks. Now we've got Ron, and, Ron, and my vet candy a podcast on our back, have we, mate? Because you no, I, throwing mate, shade.
1: No, nobody tunes in for nice, happy, happy. We all love each other, and everything's great. People want controversy. People want people want antagonism. Lewis,
2: I categorically apologise for Robbie's comments regarding uh, my vet candy. It's a fantastic podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, so the first cloning, so this is, what do you think of, mate? First cloning of a native endangered species. What are you thinking? What, what's, what's an important, memorable, top of the list? Get that, you know, get that off the endangered species list, you know, big, big, very you know, well-loved animal that everyone would want to be cloned. What are you thinking? um
1: i'm i'm thinking um daryl summers yes yes and then ernie sigley yes and then and then aggro wow so you really
2: and then and then and and then
1: and then maybe the uh maybe the tasmanian
2: tiger the tassie tiger i like it the thylacine black-footed ferret recovery efforts Aimed at increased genetic diversity and disease resistance, took a bold step forward on December the 10th, 2020.
1: The black footed ferret, <laughs> wow,
2: <laughs> almost as rare as Daryl Summons' appearances these days. Almost, uh, yes, yeah, yes almost.
1: thankfully. Thankfully,
2: with the birth of Elizabeth Ann, oh. created, yeah, it's very, it's very real she's got a middle name. Very royal, very royal. Created from the frozen cells of Willa, a black-footed ferret that lived more than 30 years ago. Right. Although this research is preliminary, it's the first first cloning of a native endangered species in North America and provides a promising tool for continued efforts to conserve the black-footed ferret.
1: Black footed ferret. Well,
2: you know you can't just take a yellow one and dip its feet in some ink and it's it's all blacked up. So it's uh
1: it's, No, it's gotta it's gotta be pure black haired, but only the footed.
2: It's right. Success- Why is it not a black feeted uh, ferret? Ooh, black footed, feeted, because feet is already it's not you can't do plural and feeted. Feted. <laughs> They're smelly. They are smelly. Fetid,
0: stinky. Yeah, yeah. so the black
2: ferret. That's a different one. That's the one that comes into the consults. The fetid ferret. The fetid ferret. And they go, My my ferret stinks. Can you empty its glands? (laughs) Because it's fetid. Successful genetic cloning does not diminish the importance of addressing habitat based threats to the species or the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services focus on addressing habitat conversation and conservation. And management to recover black-footed ferrets. feted, feted. Forget your black-footed <laughs> <laughs> rhino or whatever it is in, in yes. Africa. Forget that. Dr. That's, Hans. Yes, he's there getting bucket loads of stuff to clone it up. But <clears> no, he's moved on to the, the black smaller fo- black-footed ferret. ferret. Yes. Hey, all black-footed ferrets are descended from seven individuals resulting in unique genetic challenges to recovering this species that sounds like molly well yeah moly or French bulldogs
1: <laughs> <laughs> cloning
2: may help cloning may help the address footed French
1: bulldogs French only Bulldog. seven individuals well
2: probably it's about right yeah cloning may help address significant genetic diversity and disease resistance to barriers barriers to support habitat conservation and reestablishment of additional populations in the wild without an appropriate amount of genetic diversity. A species often becomes more susceptible to disease and genetic abnormalities. Like the Royal family. French Bulldog. Yeah. 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 Elizabeth Ann, (laughs) as well as limited ability to condition adaptability to conditions in the wild and a decreased fertility rate, limited genetic diversity makes extremely difficult to fully recover a species. Once thought to be extinct and currently listed as an endangered species, black-footed ferrets were brought back from nearly vanishing by the U.S. Fisheries and Wildlife Service and its partners after a Wyoming rancher discovered a small population on his land in 1981. Wow. Only after he tried poisoning them? Yeah, well, talk about striking gold. Yeah, black
1: gold. Yes. Wyoming tea. Black-footed gold. That's for sure.
2: Hey, Ma! (laughs) Look at those ferrets over there. They're black feet. They've been walking in oil. They're not black-footed ferrets. They're just normal ferrets with dirty feet. (laughs) Been walking in the oil. There's oil in them hills. No, but there's (laughs) black-footed ferrets. Okay. Ferrets from this population were captured by the Wyoming Game and Fish Department and others to begin a captive breeding program to recover the species. This small number of individuals have put limitations on the species' genetic diversity, creating challenges for resiliency to changing environments and emerging disease threats. Willa, a black-footed ferret captured among the last wild individuals, has no living descendants and is therefore not one of the seven founders. Ooh. The Wyoming Game and Fish Department had the foresight to preserve her genes and sent tissue samples from Willa to San Diego's Zoo Global's Frozen Zoo in 1988. A frozen zoo, a little bit, a little bit boring. I would have thought you. Yeah, you're frozen walk, zoo.
1: You just walk past that. Walk past the window. There's a big, big chest freezer there. Big yeah. chunk of
2: foot, black foot there. Going, what's what's that bit of black? Hey Dad, can we go to the zoo this weekend? Yeah, oh, that's a great idea, kiddies. Let's let's go. We're gonna go to the frozen zoo. Oh, the frozen. Awesome, Dad. Zoo. What are we gonna see? Polar bears, maybe yeah. some penguins? Yeah, no, no, no. No, we're gonna see sections of tissue of black-footed yeah. ferrets. We're gonna see a black foot that used to be attached to a ferret. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's fantastic. What's
1: oh, that? gee, you could just get, you could hear the t-shirt printing, printed press going off now. Get a tea but,
2: towel, maybe maybe a, maybe, a spoon. A spoon, Elizabeth yes. Ann on it. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Ann, Elizabeth, little Elizabeth foot. Ann's foot. Yeah, yeah her foot, lovely. But, Made of her foot, like it's just shaped in a black foot. Nice. It scoops it out, scoops out the sugar. With a little icicle hanging off at the end of it. <laughs> the frozen zoo establishes cell culture. And stewarded these precious frozen cells ever since, making today's achievement possible. Try and stifle that yawn, mate. <laughs> A genomic study revealed Willow's genome possessed three times more unique variations than the living population. Therefore, if Elizabeth Ann successfully mates and reproduces, she could provide unique genetic diversity to the species. Gee, no pressure. Oh no, it's all on. The surrogate mother was transferred from Viagen Pets and Equine to the Services National Black-footed Ferret Conservation Center. Or they need, they need an acronym. To those who know it, NBFFCC, right? National Black-footed Ferret Conservation Center. Excellent. Again, yes. another T-shirt. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll have a little embroidered badge on their shoulders. She's transferred to the NBFFCC mid-gestation to give birth to the clone kit under the Services Authority. All that for one kit? Yeah. The NBFFCC staff's extensive experience breeding and caring for black-footed ferrets ensured the safe arrival, the first US endangered species clone. This wow. research is still in the early stages and researchers continue to closely monitor the young kit for viability and other developments. Elizabeth Ann, her surrogate mother, are kept separate from other breeding black-footed ferrets. Oh, that'll go well for socialisation. She's going to be just primed to mate with those other ferrets when she doesn't even know what they look like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's just going to think she's a test tube. Well, it's it. She'll live her life at the NBFFCC as an additional... As additional research is completed, the team is working to produce more black-footed ferret clones in the coming months as part of a continuing research efforts. So there's going to be Elizabeth Ann too. Are they going to, they going to mate those two? That doesn't sound right. Can you mate with your clone? Is that, is that, isn't that a, is that a Star Wars
1: question? Look, there are, there are some, I'm, I'm sure there are some people in the world who would love to mate with their clone. I'm sure of it. people <laughs> that were, you know, fairly high opinions of themselves. Babs? Maybe. Babs? Maybe. Maybe Babs, perhaps, you know. Wasn't um, that our very second episode? Well, probably oh, talking about know, Babs cloning Her dogs. On, her dogs, yes. Yeah, she had some weird breed of dog that was just a multi shih tzu cross, didn't she?
2: Yes, but she called it. A- Dandy Demon or something. I don't know what it was. Something <laughs> with... a, f- a fought What was the one we had earlier? A plot dog. A plot dog. A plot, a hound. plot, dog, a plot No,
1: hound. no. A plot <laughs> hound's a real dog. Not these Not these silly cloned Babs, you know, Barbara
2: Streisand dogs. So there you go, everyone. Breakthrough in cloning the wow. black-footed ferret coming to a, a zoo near you. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're in Wyoming. <laughs> yes, that's right. Or especially if you've got a big freezer near your house. Yes. Yeah, a glass yeah, yeah. freezer.
1: Yeah, just make sure you put the icy poles to one side and the black-footed ferret's feet to the other.
2: Move those Pfizer vaccines over to the, side the other side and make way for the rows of black feet that are coming in to the...
1: All these, all these poor black-footed ferrets they're now, they're now just you know yeah black-bodied ferrets because they don't have legs anymore because they've all been yeah. chopped off and put in the freezer for their biodiversity cloning program yes. is it yes. one of those things where they cut the foot off and then the rest of the ferret grows off from the leg like you plant the foot like in some sort of like a a, a cell-based medium and so then it's sort of you know just you know, sort of um, 3d prints itself yeah, like lake.
2: an like an octopus you just chop its foot off and a new one grows. Yes. From where is that the what other you're is that what you're telling me that they're doing there? Potentially. I hope they don't get covid, because aren't ferrets and mink prone yep. to getting COVID. that would be awkward if yep. Elizabeth Ann fell off the perch. Not because we'd cut one of her legs off, but because she got, she got COVID. COVID.
1: Yeah, and, and now it's right throughout her genetics.
2: <laughs> so now or
1: through Wyoming, there's been a An outbreak of COVID. Maybe though then that'll give her some sort of uh, immunity, some sort of uh, genetic power to be able to uh, um, protect herself against COVID. So when all the humans get wiped out, then the black-footed ferrets or the the one version of the the one clone of like a million different boys (laughs) just take over the world.
2: Ferrets and cockroaches taking over the world. Black-footed ferrets. Yes, Yes. of course. Exclusively black-footed ones. So there we go, guys. Wow.
1: Um, Do you know what else? No. All advice on this show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date and sometimes coherent information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we missed anything or, you know, if you're still listening. If we... As
2: tired as we get, the
1: harder it gets. Hey, oh, one thing I was going to say was about the um the vet practice magazine that we that we got into.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. So um so this was something that um that you sort of threw uh, threw on us. Oh, uh, you said oh, by the way, I've been interviewed for the for the vet practice magazine. It's like a it's a in in Australia a magazine that gets sent out to vet clinics and things like that. And I'd forgotten all about it until one of my friends, uh, one of my baseball friends tagged me. She's a vet nurse. And she said, Oh, I was uh, opening up this month's edition of the vet practice magazine and had a picture of a, you and I uh, from the, the, the mental health ball
2: last year in our tuxedos. And we scrubbed up all right. We did good. It's a good shot. It's a great photo. Yeah. It's it's classy, but I just as a side, mate, how many of those magazines do you normally get in the clinic? Like, you don't pay for them. There's meant to be a subscription. How many yeah. do you get on a boat? Do you get Do you get that at your clinic or not?
1: Yeah, we do. I yeah. Necessarily, I, I, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, for our listeners, I'm actually re- recording this at work. Look what I just found. <laughs> You've got one. You've <laughs> got one. There you go. You haven't even opened it. Classy. <laughs> Of course, there it, up it is on my phone, right? And and I was it's gonna right, be next to- it off my bloody phone. And here it is, it's printed right. right there next to me, still in its plastic, Fed. far out.
2: Well, I reckon at work, like we don't pay for them. There meant to be subscription. I reckon we get four copies at work. I'm yes. just not sure why. They're all dressed at Seven- Port Vet Clinic.
1: Seven dollars GST. Yeah, we no, yeah. we only get the one here.
2: Oh no, we get we get a whole heap of them, and I actually I did, you know, not wanting to throw too much shade on the on the vet practice magazine, but I did go and talk to them and I they did have some figures on how many clinics they got to, and I thought, does that include the four that we get? Yeah, you know, is that <laughs> no? Is that how many clinics is that meant to be? Anyway,
1: is that is that what the distribution? is? Um, did, did you want me to read from it or or, no. or not? I don't think so. No, okay.
2: Go and check it out. What page Go number is it? Go and check it out. The latest uh, Vet Practice Magazine page feature. Six, page sixteen in March twenty twenty one. Excellent. Anyone yeah, who's it, at it, a vet it, clinic can listen. Can yeah, interesting.
1: It. Here, there's um, you know, doctors Carmel and Samson talking about the uh, you know, who do the
2: uh. <laughs> the vet gurus, yes. yes, yeah, very good. Vet, too and and oh, I think there's another one, vet candy. They made that in there, vet candy in there, mate. Oh, no, the, I don't the, think the vet candy made it on there, unfortunately. No, mate. the one that you're throwing shade on. Oh, that's odd. What I wonder why yeah. they yeah. anyway. The, the, oh, we do appreciate their getting using their content though, quite often, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, all righty. Well, I um, I might put a link. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes. We could, could do, we do that, that? that too. That's, yeah, yeah. That's I managed to clever. open this up without. Um, I, I've put S- yeah, send up. me that link so I can then send it. Perfect. Yeah, all right. So cool. this is. Um, I, th- I thought I'd do a little chat this week about zoomies. Dogs doing zoomies.
1: Oh yeah, nice not, one. I had someone not, telling me
2: about it. Their their fifteen year old <clears throat> greyhound doing zoomies today. Yeah, well commenting grounds. Um, not zoom live calls, not zoom calls that we're all been doing <laughs> since since COVID. But this is where dogs and cats run around at random bursts of speed. Yes. And why do they do this? This was a uh, this was an article. I don't know where. Are, are this from Live Science. Uh, Ta- Tara Santora. Wasn't that a singer? Sent Santora. Santora is that a band? Santana. Singer? Santana. That's what Santana, I said. Santana,
1: Joe. Joe. Joe uh, oh no! It was it was. San- yeah, the guy that did the the um the song with the um
2: smooth with the
1: guy from um,
2: Matchbox Twenty. Oh okay right I and th- actually it's just, isn't it a town town in Oia in Greece Sant- Santor- Santorini. Santorini thanks mate. I think Santorini. I think you find that's yeah. Italy Santorini yeah. yeah no it's it's uh it's definitely Greece okay cool yeah because I've been there Nice. I think of Sardinia yeah uh, possibly so. <laughs> One uh, one moment, welcome,
1: welcome to two vets talk about places oh. they went to 20 years ago and can't remember where they were.
2: Tell that two vets talk. pets just bumbling their way through through a podcast. <laughs> one moment, he's a puppy's peacefully eating kibble, and the next, it's running around the house like there's a fire burning under its tail. <laughs> <laughs> These episodes of Zoomies last up to several minutes, but they can feel much longer when a dog bulldozes through a crowded house. So why do dogs, cats, and other pets dash around for no apparent reason? They're just having fun says Jose Arche president-elect of the American Veterinary Medical Association. these bursts of energy technically called frenetic random activity periods or fraps 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 do you, it, do you it, have many? A, do you have a fra, uh, many fraps mate around when you around that like around the house you frapping around to you get those frenetic bits of energy going on at all? I, I do. I prefer a frappe, you know.
1: So where I a frappuccino, you know, just, frappuccino, where I just sort of yeah, you know, take take my, my my running around and just add some mint and some strawberries and some ice, and then just put it in a little worry, and then just yeah, you know, and then I can have my little frap frap frappe. Shake it up and, and frap away, hey! Yeah, frappe frap away, yeah. All right, uh, I, like, uh, I like it when I'm having my frappe
2: when it gets all over my whiskers. It's terrific. I'm getting a bit of that lately with my tash. Uh, They're natural and seen in many domesticated and wild animal species. Fraps may appear random, but a few triggers are common for dogs. When an owner lets a dog out of its crate, the pup may zoom around to let out energy build up throughout the day. Similarly, an owner coming home after work can trigger a dog to run around in a brief stint of exercise after an hour's long nap. Another frequent time for fraps is after a bath, possibly to release energy. Yes. Or excitement from getting bathed, Archie told Live Science. Dogs' full-body shakes are highly effective, so the post-bath time zoomies likely aren't for drying off.
1: Interesting. So obviously,
2: a lot of people think maybe it's for a bit of air drying. The uh, the um, air drying ourselves. Cats have different triggers. Oh, Olive loves doing a frap. Yes. yes. Pups get zoomies throughout the day. Felines are more likely to get them at dusk. And Dawn, well, that's true. She gets, often when we go to bed, she gets them, mm. runs up and down the stairs, goes crazy. Yep. I, I find Melvin often does a frap after he's done a crap. <laughs> right. Uh, I call it a frap the crap, crap. The crap frap.
1: The crap frap. Yeah. Mm. Does a crap, runs out, has a frap.
2: Right. Maybe do you have do you find that yourself at all? Is that something that I often I often I I, I often much better at frapping
1: after I've had a crap if I I was I find it quite hard to frap while trying to trying to sort of tense the old sphincter up
2: so you know if if, I've if
1: I've I've evacuated it's much easier to frap.
2: Do you have a frap and a frappe after you've had a crap or is it which order we're looking at there?
1: Uh, it's a good, gee, that's a great question. Let me see if I can work out the optimal way you keep going while I try and work yeah, out whether right. it's optimal to frap crap and frappe or where it's crap. A frappe and then frap.
2: Yeah. Very good. Uh, they also tend to experience fraps after grooming and using the litter box. Hey, ah, Melvin that is crap frap. Archer usually feeds his own cat dry food, but when he breaks out the occasional can of wet food, Woo. they frap around the house. They get really happy and excited. They run up and down the hall and jump on the couch, he said. When cats get the zoomies, they tend to sprint for less time than dogs. More athletic and high-strung dog breeds like Australian shepherds. Frothounds. What? No. Plot. Plot. Plot hounds. Plot hounds. May do them more often than laid-back dogs, probably because they need to let their energy out more frequently, RJ said. Wild animals as far-ranging as black-footed ferrets... No and elephants. Wait, what? No. Black it's like a it's like Superman in every Seinfeld episode. Yeah. It's just, they're coming up everywhere. Wow. Also perform fraps. The behavior is sometimes the behavior is sometimes called binkies in rabbits. Binkies. 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 A little That's bunny sweet. binky. He's doing a little binky around the house. Yeah. Oh, oh
1: his, little, 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 his little bunny binky frappe.
2: Blinky bear. Blinky rabbit. Was it Blinky bear? Blinky rabbit. Blinky bear. Blinky bill. Blinky bill. Bl- Blinky bill.
1: Blinky bill, who was not a bear. He was a koala. Yeah. No. I
2: wonder if he does. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Binkies. Oh, I've got binkies. a funny
1: feeling that koalas wouldn't do frappes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's
2: no frapping in koalas. No. no. Not, not a chance. A sort of expression of excitement, according to a 2020 study in the journal of the American Association for Laboratory Animal Science. You got one of those on your desk, mate? You got a copy of yes, that? Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yep. I've right got that inside the, of the right next to, practice. to the vet practice one. Yep. Yeah, it's, i can I've, see taken I've taken it
1: out of the plastic now. So
2: yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Ready for uh ready for reading while you're having your, your crap on the <laughs> yeah. crap A on the crap A. Bunny Binking's computer is running, twisting the head or body around and hopping or jumping in the air. Although fraps and a normal behaviour, some pet owners misinterpret the frantic energy and worry their dog is stressed or ill, Archie said. They may misread zoomies as obsessive compulsive disorders. Dogs with obsessive compulsive disorders, OCD, may chase their tails, follow shadows, snap at the air like they're trying to catch a fly and mop the floor with their tongues. All right. right. Zooming around the house is not a sign of, uh, of compulsive disorder. If you're unsure whether your pet is engaging in zoomies or having a compulsive disorder, Archie recommends recording a video of the behavior and showing it to your veterinarian. Zoomies themselves aren't particularly dangerous. Arche has never heard of a pet getting serious injury from zoomies. Well, I have to disagree. I've seen one go through a plate glass window door. Yes, With a that, that's... That that would um definitely qualify as a uh, as an injury as a post frap injury definitely yes if you indoor... did did he get a crack a crack a after his frappe? he crack a the door the yes. window, and uh, yeah got a, he got a crack in his leg broke his oh. leg oh, yeah after frappy oh, frapping no. around after his I don't know, frappuccino Thank if you. it happens That's on great. a walk. Keep firm control of the leash so your dog doesn't dash away. Oh, great tips. Great tips. If it happens on a walk, keep firm control of the leash. Top yep, tips. Thank Top, you. T- tip number one. Tip one. Yes, on I'm going to write this one down. Yep. On a walk, hold, hold onto on to the your, leash. Hold if on to your doing, dog's only leash. Only if they're doing a zoomie. Other times, yes. you know, maybe not. Maybe what happens
1: not. if you've got an extendable lead and your dog goes on a Zoomie and it ends up in another well, postcode? Yeah. Did you see, did I send you that picture? Yeah, yeah, of, the, yeah. of, the, of Satan coming up <laughs> with one. I, I want to make one more toy. I want to make one more yes. thing, of uh, one more Ple-
2: devil. Please let me invent one thing, God. <laughs> and so they did the, the retractable lead. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you bring your dog somewhere that could be dangerous for a frap, such as sightseeing at a cliff, Consider letting the pet get out any excess energy beforehand. Tip two. Yes. It, walking along a cliff. Zoomy's yep. no good. Zoomy, no good no next good. to cliff. Especially retractable lead. Long retractable lead.
1: Yes. Yeah. Down over the cliff. Yes. yes.
2: Yeah. Not yeah. good. Zoomy's not, not good. good. Zoomy, so, not good. Okay. There you Number go. Four,
1: I'm writing this down. Thank you. Yeah.
2: The- no. Yeah. I'm sure the the listeners, the owners, the listeners and the owners of dogs that do Zoomy are as well. Are as well. righty, I reckon we're, uh, we're on a bit short time. What are you again?
1: Yeah, yeah. I reckon we're done. Thank I you for, so. for thank you for bringing the you know the, the frappe and crappe. That was I mean zoomies are great fun. You know dogs, dogs love doing zoomies. It's Fun and cats. <laughs> Yeah, they look like they're having so much fun with it. But especially Ooh. Melvin after he's um after he's evacuated, he seems he moves quite
2: lively for a 14-year-old cat. It's a pretty common thing, I think. Yeah, certainly. But Olive, I reckon she loves she's on the carpet. And I keep thinking, gee, she's really gripping that carpet. She's gonna, you know, tear up shreds of it. It's gonna be, you know, it's not, it doesn't it's just she's just having a great time. Really, really good time. Runs our full length of the house up and down the stairs. Loves yeah, right. it. Good so life. normal, normal behavior, everyone. Normal, normal behavior, behavior, lots of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, just, so- just
1: just don't do it. Hold on to the lead and not near a cliff.
2: Yes, no retractable lead near the cliff. Yeah, a short lead near the cliff, probably okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, now if anyone else has got any questions or wants to tell stories about their their dog or cat's frappes, um, you can get us at uh, two mets talk pets at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us at Patreon and on uh, you know, the Twitter and the Instagram and you know, Lewis will be at the MCG every week for the next 26 weeks.
2: Well, um, I will live stream from there for sure. I'm, I'm sure you will. I'm sure yeah. you will.
1: Keep you up to Robbie. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I'll look forward to it. Um, otherwise, everyone, thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget to rate us and uh, leave us a review. You know, we always love reading the reviews. It makes us makes us feel good. Um, we do. Find us at patreon.com as well. Just yeah, search for Two Vets Talk pets. And uh, otherwise, uh, we'll, uh, we'll rock and roll. Scratch you later. Peace out.
0: Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter,